This is the Ad Hero Podcast, the podcast that reveals marketing tips, trends, and techniques by industry experts, insiders, and influencers. For years, Ad Symbol has helped businesses develop and launch campaigns to amplify their message, establish authority, and earn their lion's share of the market. This podcast will help you design and supercharge your plan to make an impact with valuable lessons you can apply in your business today. To get more information or start now, visit adsymbol.com. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E.com. Let's get started. Welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast. Oh, a little light on the horn there. <laughs> there we go. That's it. My name is Gino Giovanni. And I'm Matthew Olivieri. And we are your personal ad heroes. Let's go. Happy Labor Day. Oh, yeah, go ahead. That's right. Well, well happy Labor Day weekend. Uh, and this is a special edition of the Ad Hero Podcast, I must add. Happy LDW for all you hashtag fanatics out there. Use that hashtag LDW. Uh, we are excited to be back in the recording studio today with our guest. We're going to be bringing on in just a little bit, Shaheen Cheyenne, Chairman and CEO of Accelerated Intelligence. He's an award-winning entrepreneur, writer, and filmmaker based in La La Land, California, Los Angeles. And in today's episode, Shaheen's going to be talking all about marketing through podcasting and how you can get started with your own podcast as well as its significance for your business. Gino, I'm really excited about this episode with Shaheen. He's going to be dropping some major nuggets today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> that little pause there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, this is a episode you will not want to miss. Again, this is a special edition. If you are out there and you have a business or you're just starting a business and you want to start a podcast, this is the episode to listen to. You're going to get a whole bunch of nuggets and you will feel a little more uh, at ease when you start your podcast than when you did not. You know, just like the ad heroes, we're always giving away free information. <laughs> so before we get into Shaheen, um, Gino, I think there's a, a major story you came across in the A Block. Is that correct? Yes, we do. As a matter of fact, uh, we got a article dropping from The Verge uh, titled An AI-Generated Artwork States Fair Victory Fuels Arguments Over What Art Is. So, uh, That's right. <laughs> You're going to want to stay tuned. And uh, without further ado, let's get into the A Block. Okay, uh, let's jump into the story right here. A game designer has sparked controversy after submitting an image created by an AI text-to-image generator to state art competition and taking home first prize. Jason Allen entered the artwork titled Theater de Opera Special in the digital art slash digital manipulation photography category of the Colorado State fair fine arts competition but created the piece using a popular text-to-image ai generator named mid journey a twitter post describing allen's win went viral earlier this week 
and was first covered by Vice. The post elicited a strong response and many users claiming that Allen had been deceptive in submitting that piece, particularly as the most of the public is unaware of how text-to-image AI generators work. Allen, though, had his defense with his actions stated, I wanted to make a statement using artificial intelligence artwork. He told the uh, Pueblo chieftain, uh, quote, I feel like I accomplished that and I'm not going to apologize for it. The Verge contacted Allen via private message but received no response at the time of this article. Um, there was a Twitter post that's actually attached to this article that generated, uh, that said TLDR, uh, someone entered the art competition with an AI generated piece and won first prize. Yeah, that's pretty effing S word. (laughs) Uh, and then of course this is what the artwork looks like. Um, Matthew, you know, my thoughts are just really quick towards a question to you is because obviously I always begin with your thoughts. Uh, so we have a AI generator that can create artwork within a minute. Obviously you got to put in a bunch of work to make sure that this comes in the, the way you want it to. Um, but is digital art, especially those in the business world who create things like flyers, websites, in our case, ads for billboards. Are, are those jobs now threatened by AI? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I would say uh, anything that a machine can be trained on how to do and ultimately teach itself how to get better at doing and more efficiently anybody doing that kind of work should start planning now or a future when their job is no longer going to be available to them so the other day i saw a post by a famous entrepreneur in silicon valley jason calcanis a uh, big investor in, you know, uh, I think it was Uber and a bunch of different things. I think early investor in Facebook, Instagram, whatnot. And he showed <clears throat> machines that were now out pruning bushes for fruits and basically doing farming, if I, if I recall correctly. And so these machines were going up and down the farming lines, like pruning pruning the fruit off the tree and stuff like that. And he basically said the exact same thing that you just said. Any machine that can accomplish this kind of laborious task, it's cheaper for the manufacturers and the owners of the businesses that run these uh, places to hire or to purchase machines and robots that can do that work as opposed to paying for humans to do that work. And if the machines can use AI to get smarter and more efficient in how they accomplish these tasks, which I think is the future of robotics, then absolutely those jobs are going to go away. And art, as it appears in this person's case, he was able to use machine learning and AI to create this 
beautiful picture of art, which won first place. And the article, I read the article, you know, he defends the fact that, hey, listen, it was a digital art competition. They didn't necessarily say you can't use AI to make the art, but they didn't say you can either. So that's where the gray area is. Some people were like, oh, that's cool. You used AI to make this art picture that won first place. Other people were like, oh, well, you should have been more upfront and telling the judges that you used AI to make this art. And the, and the person that did it, that won, was just like, hey, it's a gray area. You know, it's technically digital art, you know, whatever. He's, he's trying to justify that it was okay. So in answer to your question, Gino, um, and I'm going to kick it back to you for your thoughts. Yes, I think um, art, farming, uh, you're already seeing it, obviously, for years in the automotive industry. They have big machines that put mostly put together the cars, and then humans are there to kind of fill in the gaps and stuff like that. I think all those kind of jobs, painting your house, um, anything like that, that can be done by robots, robots that learn. They learn how to do it faster and better than before anybody in those kind of positions has to worry about the future of their career what's your thoughts well i must say this piece of artwork just came out beautiful i mean it might even be up there with like the greats you know uh, uh donatello uh michelangelo uh luigi you know i mean it, it came out Fantastic. I don't know what the other competitors were. We have yet to see something like that when it comes to this, but that is uh, pretty amazing stuff right there, I must add. Um, I got a lot to say now. With, with, you know, in, in his defense, you know, he did say like he wanted to make a statement. Now, going through his article, and I'm having a hard time figuring out what exactly his statement was, but he did say, and I quote, I made the prompt. I fine-tuned it for many weeks, curated all the images, and adds that his Photoshop editing constituted at least 10% of the work. So I guess in, in, in his defense, he did do some of it. I mean, it sounds like it, it, it took a while, and I can't imagine it just being done in a matter, the whole thing in a matter of a few minutes. I mean, this is, this is, pretty, this is pretty damn good looking work that being said you know it rem i'm i'm personally now starting to understand things like you know i i kind of go back to the uh the jurassic film franchise and there was a line in the very first movie that uh jeff goldbrum's character malcolm said and he said something like you know your, your scientists thought that uh, if we could, but what they didn't think of is if we should. So what I'm, what I mean by that is, is that why, why, okay. Why are all these, whether it be tech billionaires, all you Silicon Valley entrepreneurs, you, uh, engineers from all over the world, all these nerd engineers, I'm going to call you out for what you are. Who do you think you are that just going about and creating something like this where you're going to take the human element out? Why do you want the AI or robots to take over the world? 
What's next? What else are you going to take over? You're trying to take over the uh, trucking industry. You're trying to take over security. You're trying to take over military. Are you trying to extinct the human race? Mm. Humans want to interact. And we know by things like social media and all these other types of robots and how men's grips have become less strong over the last 90 years, uh, as well as a whole mess of other things, is that we're actually depopulating as a world. And we're definitely depopulating in here in the United States. Granted, yes, there's you know over 300 million people in the United States, but how many of those people are actually born in America? I mean, that's a totally different subject, but it kind of, oh, whoops, kind of goes together here. Um, I just don't understand why we are making such a concentrated effort on robotics to take over all our lives. It's it's like that one movie, um, the Disney Pixar movie with the robots and it's in the future and it takes place on a spaceship and the world is, uh, uh, was it Wally? Wally, that's what it was. Okay, um, right. Where the humans basically ride around in these chairs and they don't even look at each other. They're just looking oh, at a wow. screen all day. Yeah. Is that the future you people want? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Okay, if we're trying to make a product that is for people who have no artistic ability whatsoever, need help with things like logos, hey, I'm okay with that. I have actually right. think I've even messed with something like that before. It's great. And, you know, being inside marketing, there's a ton of people that you realize in the small to mid-sized businesses even, and even sometimes larger, that don't have a clue about marketing. So something like this could actually help. But when you take the designer or the art artist out of it, what's next? Music? It, it, robots are going to come up with music? I, I, I don't like this element. I don't like the jobs are being taken away. Uh, you know, they always say, well, other jobs will, will, uh, fill those other, uh, people's positions. Okay. But what jobs will that be? Why do you want to take someone's artistic ability away from them? Do explain that engineers. Okay. Well, let's leave it open to the, uh, listeners here. We would love to get your guys' feedback. Drop us a line on Anchor or YouTube if you're watching this. What is your thoughts about the future of AI, robotics, self-learning machines that take over the world like Terminator? Uh, <laughs> are you guys <laughs> fans of that? Are you? Are you? What was the name of that company? Of, uh, my. Uh, which company was that? Oh, in, uh, in the Terminator films. I that's a great I forget the oh, name question. of that company that it was a uh, the T I remember it was like the T one thousand or something like right. that but I don't remember what the name of the the oh, outfit was that oh, here, here, here. but are you guys on the are you guys on uh team team Gino here saying you know why should why are we doing all this AI stuff or are you of the mindset that if a machine can do a job better than a human let it do it let the machine do it right. Because I think that's the other argument on the other flip side of it, right? It's one thing to say, yeah, we want to have all these humans have all the jobs. But if you're the business owner and a machine is getting the job done better quality and more efficient, 
you know, then that would be your argument for letting a machine with AI do that. Right. So what's your guys' thoughts? It's, it's a heavy topic. It's going to keep coming up time and again. Uh, but uh, we want to hear from you. So drop us a line on anchor, drop us a line on YouTube. Let us know where you stand with the whole AI argument. Skynet. And with that being said, Gino, should we, uh, Oh, thank you very much. Skynet. <laughs> With that being said, Gino, should we uh, wrap up the A block and head into the B block? Let's do it. Is a podcast, is a podcast your business's secret weapon to doubling or even tripling your company's revenue? Shane Shan of Podcast Cola seems to think so. Here to join us in the Ad Hero Podcast Watchtower is Shane to explain why your business is missing out if you don't have a podcast in 2022. Welcome to the program. Thanks, guys. Great to be on. Now, now, why are podcasts the most effective way to sell a product or service? Good question. So for a couple different reasons, I think as most people have, they've seen podcasting kind of take over the global hive mind with people like Joe Rogan coming in, Joe Rogan being a podcaster, making bigger moves than CNN, which is just mind-blowing if you think about it, right? Because CNN used to be like the go-to source for everything, and Joe Rogan has just decimated them, killed them, right? Why? Okay, <laughs> podcasts are portable. You sell through authority and through relationships, when you do a podcast. Why? Well, what happens is, is that people take that podcast with them on their commute. They take that podcast with them to the gym. So they get to know you. So if you're guesting on somebody's podcast, you might do that podcast and start hearing from people six months from now when they Google that. If the shows are done correctly, everything you say for that one hour, hour and a half, two hour, three hour show becomes searchable through Google, right? So now everything that you say on a podcast is searchable. So if I'm looking for how to sell real estate in, you know, mid, mid state, Florida, Orlando, and you talk about that on a show, I'll be able to find you and then listen to that. Now, what else? Okay. So now we're spending a lot of time. We realize that people who listen to podcasts over 70% listen to the full show. That's 100% of the show. Right. Plus, when you go to the old school disruption marketing, right, like, hey, buddy, you want a fucking Coke? No. Okay. Sorry. Hey, 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 I know you're watching the football game, but you want a fucking Coke? Right. People are like, dude, you're, you're, you're like harsh in my mellow. You're in my space. But with podcasts, they're electing to invite you into their house, into their car, into their workout, into whatever it is that they're doing. So you have an invitation to be there. And now you're just a friend talking to them and they get to know you. You know, when you listen to a Joe Rogan podcast at the end of it, you feel like, you know, the guy, you know, nothing about that guy, but you feel like, you know, him, you feel like if you saw him on the street, you could just give him a hug and sit down and have a beer with the guy. And that's the magic of podcasts. And that's what we do through our agency podcast. Cola is we get people like yourselves booked on amazing shows where they get to sell whatever their product or service is through the power of storytelling. Uh, that was a super insightful answer there. And for, for anybody who might be technologically inept or maybe nervous about broadcasting themselves, they don't like the way they sound, et cetera. Um, and they're just overall, they're, they're, they're skeptical about this, this effort. 
really doubling and tripling their business. What would you say to those folks about just taking the plunge and, and trying it out? Look, it's the highest ROI of any advertising we know now. I know it's called the Ad Hero Podcast. So you guys are uh, advertising business veterans. Nothing is cheaper than being on podcasts and nothing gives you more long-term value, LTV, than being on these shows. Why? A, you get the longest length. The audience has a huge disposable income. People who listen to podcasts have electronic devices and they have disposable income to spend on things like subscription services, coaching, uh, real estate, whatever it is, stocks, crypto, whatever it is that you're doing. These are the people you want to be reaching out to. Nobody listens to the fucking radio anymore. It's dead. Right? I don't know the last time I turned on the radio and what happens when an ad comes on? What do you do? You turn that fucking thing off or you switch the channel, right? I'm in the car. I'm listening to podcasts. And when I'm not listening to podcasts, I'm listening to my Spotify or my Apple, Apple, uh, Apple podcast or my Apple music, right? I'm not listening to, I'm not listening to the radio. It's dead. It's a dead medium, right? I, I it's sad. I used to love radio. You know what? Recently I picked up a subscription cause they're basically giving them away. Uh, and it came with my car. And the only reason was this is that the audio quality in areas when I do road trips is so high because it's hitting the satellite. And sometimes I don't have cell phone reception and I don't have that other stuff going through rural areas. So I got it just for that. And I am a fan, but I think that they have a really tough business model. I wouldn't put any of my investment portfolio in that company, but as a consumer, uh, I think right now, you know, for what they're trying to sell it for, they're giving it away. And on top of that, I think one additional benefit outside of the fact that they have Howard Stern, who I haven't listened to in years, um, is is that they have really good curation on their music channels, really great curation on their music channels. So it, it reminds me almost of Pandora when they first came out. Uh, their Bob Marley station is unbelievable. Their rock station's pretty good. It's it's good curation. They they really they really have have mastered that algorithm. So I was like, you know what, guys, I'll give you the twenty whatever dollars for the year, and that way when I'm going on road trips with my family, we don't we 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 have uninterrupted tunes. So, you know, are you a personal fan of subscriptions or paywalls uh, when someone's launching their podcast, or should they should they wait to get to a certain threshold of listenership, or or not even mess with that at all? No. All right, I've got some news for you, okay? And everybody who's contemplating, and look, we have this agency. It's called Podcast Cola. Check us out, podcastcola.com. We get people booked on great shows. It's a single flat fee, and we get unlimited bookings. I got a guy 300 bookings last month, and he became a bestseller, a Wall Street Journal bestseller for his business book. But but listen, here's, here's some news, and, and I want everybody to take this to heart. Nobody gives a fuck about you or what you're selling or what you have to say. Okay. Keep that in mind, right? doesn't matter how good you are. It doesn't matter how great you are. It doesn't matter how funny you are, how good looking you are. Nobody cares, right? There's somebody better who's giving that information away for free. So what do you do? It's not about you. It's about them. You come at it with value. You come at it giving a give, right? You give five times and ask once. That's the trick. So you don't do these shows. You don't produce a podcast hoping to, to make a few bucks. It's a fool's game. You won't make any money. You'll be broke tomorrow. You know, why would I pay for you? I can listen to Joe Rogan for free, right? He's the best of the best. 
right? Why would it, why would I watch your shitty movie made on your 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 freaking iPhone where I can go watch you know the best film ever made for three hundred million dollars and it costs fourteen bucks? Why would I give you that fourteen bucks? Right? Some people might feel pity for you, but that's not the way to make money. The way to make money, the way to advertise, the way to influence people, which is what we teach, is to give. And you do that by creating really, really good quality content and putting it out there regularly. Now, I'm going to give you a hack for your listeners, and you guys are going to love this. So get yourself on some podcasts. If you don't know how, reach out to me at podcastcola.com. I'll give you a free 15-minute strategy session. And we'll do a whole media plan for you and see if being on podcasts is right for you. But what you do is you start getting yourself booked on these podcasts. Now, it doesn't matter if you're talking to one person or you're talking to 5 million people like I was recently on Adam Carolla's show. I have the same story on both. Why? Because even if I'm talking to one person, I'm going to ask the hosts like Matthew and Gino. I'm going to say, guys, when this is done, please send me a copy of this and I'll help you guys promote it. Now, you guys are going to send me the copy, right? Now, I'm going to take that. I'm going to use a software called otter.ai. What's that do? It's going to transcribe it all for me for like five bucks, nothing. Now I have that copy, and that copy is searchable on Google, on all the different search engines. And I'm going to put that up as a blog on my, on my website. I'm going to take out all those brilliant things that I've said, that Gino said, that Matthew said, and I'm going to make quotes and I'm going to send it to them with their picture. And I'm going to tell them, Hey guys, promote the show right now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take clips from this video that we've done today. And I'm going to circulate that on my Insta, on my Facebook. And I'm going to ask Matthew and Gino to do that as well. And if you become a podcast Cola member, we've got over 65,000 members join up and we will share and broadcast all the clips that you make through podcast Cola as well. So now, even though you produce the content and there's five guys sitting listening to your stuff, which by the way, I don't mind because I sell high ticket. Five, five engaged people is more important to me than 50,000 unengaged uh, audience. But even if you have five people, now you've produced content. That's what we're doing here, guys. We're producing content. And I don't care if anybody pays me for this content. I prefer they don't. I want to give this away. I'm giving you guys the hack, the value uh, right here, right up front. This is what you get. Right. But what what you don't get is an agency representing you to be on these shows. So if you if you want that, reach out to us. If not, you can do it yourself. But as any talent will tell you, it's always better to be represented by somebody else. You don't want to be that dude selling your own house. You know, you guys ever see those old ass dudes like sell by owner? You don't want to be that guy. Are you if somebody decide listening to this episode decides to go that route, they go, you know, this has been our mind. We we think we could launch our own podcast and start having guests on and stuff like that. Are you a personal fan of, um, like, how would you, how would you recommend that that person gets or that company gets started in that process of getting their name out there to get guests? Like, do you have like a, like a portal on your site where someone can add their show as like, you know, we're, con we're looking for guests, send us guests, stuff like that. Totally. So we've got a staff. I think we're up to about 20 or 30 publicists, seasoned publicists. So when somebody signs up with us, they, they get a dedicated publicist and we do that. And, you know, the publicist will pitch any one of hundreds of guests that we have on shows. So we'll get you guys on our list. I think you guys already had some of our, our people on like Simon Leslie, who I think you've got that show that should be out before this one. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll make sure to get you guys on our list, but you guys want to grow this thing. 
seriously, for you guys, I strongly recommend come on board to Podcast Cola. Let us pitch you. And what you do is you guys should be doing other people's shows and using their audience to grow yours. That's the hack to building a big website and a big podcast. Yeah. Because most people are like, hey, you know, I, I don't know. I'm doing it. I got five reviews on I, I I think I got, you know, shitty Spotify. I'm not getting any eyeballs. And the reason is, is because it's expensive to do your own podcast because you got to, you got to buy those eyeballs. So what's the cheapest way to do it? Again, the most effective way is to borrow other people's audience. Like, uh, you know, we, we've done Adam Carolla's show. This other guy, Bradley is amazing. He's got millions of viewers, Grant Cardone, you know, all these great podcasters. I love to get interesting people on. And what we do is we create an amazing pitch for you, an amazing media deck, and we get a dedicated publicist who's trained to, to work for you Monday through Friday, nine to five. They come in the office and you are their life and they are pitching, pitching, pitching to shows and they'll pitch you to a hundred shows and maybe 10 will say yes. And the others will say, fuck off. I hate those guys. No problem. Right. And then we, we end up getting a, a good body of work and then. You know, it blows up your SEO footprint too, which is amazing. Your search engine optimization uh, footprint, because now you're just creating this massive amount of content on the internet that's searchable. Be like now, now, based upon what you said, would you say then that one size fits all? So no matter who the podcaster, no matter who the guest, everything you just said, anybody <laughs> can do, or 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 yeah, yeah, or yeah. is it a case by case basis? <laughs> No, anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. Just start producing content. Now, if you want to do your own show, that's a brilliant idea like you guys are doing. Why? Because doing your own show is currency. Now you can use that show for making contacts and relationships, right? If you're interested in somebody, you're not selling them anything. You're asking them to be on your show. That's a very easy sale. Hey, bud, you want to be on our show? We've got so many viewers or we're just a startup, but we're going to have 10,000 viewers, 10,000 listeners, 10,000 downloads. Join up and uh, we'd love to interview you and pick your brain. Now you've got a relationship with that person because you've got them online for an hour, right? And now you can, you can really, really with that relationship in place, sell to them from as a warm lead rather than a cold one. Yeah, I, I, I think I would be remiss if I didn't bring up, you know, we're both Bay Area guys, so huge Golden State Warriors fans. And during the NBA Finals, uh, there was a huge amount of buzz around Draymond Green's podcast that he was like literally recording his podcast like during the finals, like in between games and stuff. I didn't even know about it. And, and that became like this huge like talking point controversial thing because they're like, like, hey, you know, shouldn't you be focusing on the game and stuff like that? And he's just basically like, you know, screw you, man. I got, I'm going to still be, I'm going to be doing like a multitude of things, right? Like I can be playing this game and still go in the studio and record that night and like talk about my experience. And people were loving it. People real time interaction that they were getting to have or this point of view that they were getting to listen to. And I think that speaks to kind of what you're advocating here is, you know, a lot of times entrepreneurs have very, very fascinating, complex journeys to their uh, end game goal, what they're trying to achieve in any line of work, any line of business. And so I think what gets lost in that is a lot of times you have those experiences and you have them oftentimes by yourself. It's a very, it can be a very lonely process, right? Or maybe you only share it with a few other people close to you. Um, and so through, you know, Podcast Cola and other avenues, you could venture out, get yourself on podcasts, talk about those experiences, broaden people's understanding of what you're going through. 
which inevitably makes them like put eyes on your site on what you have to sell and kind of creates those conversations just seems like yeah in 2022 uh it's 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 almost like a mandatory thing i don't know gino what do you think is it pretty much you have to be creating content and getting out there in, in 2022 would you agree yeah it sounds like both you guys are hitting it on the head uh content is king just like cash is king so <laughs> Which content leads to cash. Exactly. <laughs> if you're doing it right. Right, 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 right. So, you know, uh, would you would you more or less agree with that? Like if you're a, an entrepreneur, a CEO, young founder of a company or something like that, like this is almost like a mandatory. You either need to start your own podcast like we did here at AdSemble or get yourself involved in a network that's constantly getting you on other people's podcasts. Is that is that pretty much what we're saying here? Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think, again, the way uh, Seth Godin talks about disruption marketing being dead, it really is. And so if you're clinging on to the past, you're like a fragment in the, you know, in the, in, in the history of ad spends. Right? What works now? Facebook ads are dead. LinkedIn ads, you know, LinkedIn used to be great for selling high ticket. Yeah, not anymore. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, all these companies have become ultra woke. They're cutting accounts left and right. It's like you can you can say some stupid shit that there's no reason. I mean, our account was cut because we referred to we were we referred to a dude because they wanted to be referred to as they, and we said him, and they they cut an account for six months. Like it's mind blowing what they what they do. You know, like yeah, just unbelievable. So it, you know, all these channels are are suffering. Right. But what's 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 alive is is podcasts. Look at Joe Rogan, another great example. You know, they they they've tried to cancel him how many times and in how many ways. And he's he's got his own channel. You know, he's got his own uh, platform. And really, that's the trick. Don't play in anybody else's sandbox. If you try new stuff, borrow other people's audience and have it in your own sandbox. Play in your own field. Right. And do this this hack that we talked about. We've got we actually we have a show too, a podcast. We're up to uh, I think close to seventy thousand subscribers now, called Hack and Grow Rich, where we talk about unconventional hacks to unreasonable success, as Richard Koch talks about in his book uh, Unreasonable Success and How to Achieve It. Great book, by the way, if you guys haven't haven't read it. And on that show, we talk about a lot of these things because we're interested in making money, as you guys are, and we're lazy. We want to find the shortest path, the path of least resistance, where we can apply the least amount of leverage to get the highest amount of result. And I don't know if it's going to be like this forever, but right now and forward looking for the next two to five years, I think podcasts are going to be the next biggest thing out there. Wow. Wow. This is, this is like music to our ears. And just to, just to kind of wrap it up here that, you know, Gino and I have always believed that the content that we've been creating here on the Ad Hero podcast would have this evergreen kind of capability to it. And sure enough, like we go back in the logs now and we, st we see people still accessing and listening to shows that we recorded like two and a half years ago. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Right. And, uh, we have listenership in, you know, Germany and, and, uh, uh, Austria, all these different places. Like, the fuck we didn't <laughs> we didn't know like we're making this global impact that people are tuning in and like learning about you know us and then inevitably learning about you know our company as an offshoot of that um so yeah i mean just couldn't be uh more clear that if you are a small business owner if you're an entrepreneur you need to get on that podcast tip uh asap 
like yesterday. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, Gino, you have any other closing closing thoughts here on, on the subject? Well, I think he hit it on the head. I think, again, just uh, it's, a, it's, it's obvious. It's, it's obvious stuff. It's obvious uh, everything that you're saying um, and that uh, uh, and just, we should, and, be, we and should just, be on other people's podcasts. Right. And just <laughs> when you do launch your own podcast, don't go woke. Stay yeah, true. There you go. Stay true to your form. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they, they, they say that there, there's a saying, and I've been meaning to say this on this uh, oh, channel. This might be a clip right here that we're going to have. Go for it. Go for it. Go, go woke. Go broke. <laughs> <laughs> So is that that's what it's right there we're gonna clip that we're gonna add that to the podcast called a, a database right there uh so thank you uh so much i mean we, we really enjoyed this uh this has been amazing uh to get your insights on just how valuable a podcast can be for uh your business uh a business that exists out there and uh so one more time tell our listeners where can they get more information about you and where can they find out more information about your company thanks guys yeah and i think you know just again in closing guys you know, if you do a podcast, don't do it the long, hard way where you're, you're trying to get audience. It's going to cost you too much or you're going to be sitting in your mom's basement talking to two lonely people, right? If, if you want to do a podcast, borrow other people's audience. And if you want to learn how to do that, reach out to me. We're podcastcola.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-C-O-L-A.com. Reach out to us there. You can book a 15-minute uh consultation with us. It's absolutely free, no obligation. We'll go over it with you. We'll go through everything that we offer and how we can help you get your story told and get whatever it is you've got sold. Wow. That's fantastic. Uh, thank you so much. We're going to be right back, uh, guys. So stay tuned for some more info right after this quick break. Welcome back to the Ad Hero Podcast. Boy, that was a great interview on this special edition of the Ad Hero Podcast. Matthew, do you have any thoughts about our guest today? Yeah, Shaheen just uh, just blew it up, man. That was uh, really interesting hearing basically uh, fundamentally how a podcast can grow your business, how important it is to be out there generating content. Uh, it's a great way to get guests involved. It's a great way to create new partnerships um, and really brand yourself. And and so I, I had no clue that there was these outlets like his that help get more visibility for a podcast for more listenership, whatever the case may be. I mean, Gino, it sounds like something that uh, here at the Ad Hero Podcast, we're going to have to jump on that uh, <laughs> and let good. Shaheen just like help supercharge our uh supercharge our, our growth here but yeah really good stuff super grateful for him to be on the show and looking forward to uh, uh we'll, we'll have to bring him back man that was that was fire all right so follow us online through social media at ad symbol on our youtube page give us a like and subscribe and hit that notification bell to be notified about all future ad hero premieres and as always don't forget to leave a comment or question below and let us know your thoughts also, be sure to check us out on our uh, other channel through Rumble. For inquiries and more information about outdoor advertising, visit our site, adsymbol.com. Find the Ad Hero Podcast on all major podcast platforms. Thank you for tuning in to the Ad Hero Podcast. My name is Gino Giovanni.
And I'm Matthew Livieri. Signing out.